The following is a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. Hollywood Redefined. From Los Angeles, California, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live, breaking into... Featuring in-depth interviews with today's most influential entertainment figures, highlighting their tips, tricks, and techniques on breaking into the entertainment industry. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host of Black Hollywood Live, breaking into. Yo. Hey. Hey. He always has great music, too, behind him. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god, it's Kendrick Lamar playing. James Lodge, you're here breaking into you here on Black Hollywood Live. We're going to another episode where we talk to people and they're leading in their industries. And we're going to talk about what's going on with them, their philosophies, tips and tricks, and all kinds of stuff as we pay it forward, share knowledge, and... Oh, I heard a car crash. <laughs> I love it. Pay, share knowledge, pay knowledge, and just and be there for each other, of course. I'm happy to have this person with me today. She is just fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Forbes magazine named her one of the nation's top ten live action directors. Okay, she's directed music videos, movies, TV shows. She was the executive producer for Color Girls. Yes, the wrong girl. <laughs> and her latest film with this ring was on a Lifetime Network that came on last month. Nominated her some awards at the NAACP Awards. I'm like, okay, yes. And she's a cool chick. <laughs> and Zinga Stewart. Well, hello. Welcome. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. It's so great. I was telling her before the show, of course, that I just love your hair, and I love that you do. If you Google her and see her, just pictures always look different. Always. Yes, yes. It's usually an indicator of my mood. If it's all black, I'm just not in the mood. (laughs) (laughs) When it's colorful, I'm happy and a good time. I like that. I do. I like that. Okay. I like some Now I see pictures like, okay, she's okay today. (laughs) Right. She's She's in good (laughs) spirits. So you can follow our Facebook page, Breaking Into, which I actually posted some things about about her on the page, of course. And you can always find the link to the show on that page, too. And then, of course, we have other shows on Black Hollywood Live. BHL Online is our Twitter handle. Breaking Into, hashtag Breaking Into is our Twitter handle. And, of course, I'm at Black Hope LA. So let me get started with you. And I wanted to ask you first, people like titles. Mm-hmm. And they like to, I always feel like titles are to figure us out, so to yes. speak. So when I say the words to you, female director, African-American director, Female African American director, <laughs> black director, black writer. Mm-hmm. What are your feelings on those titles? I mean, are they necessary? Are they, do they bother you? Not bother you? What are your feelings on those? I think I don't think they're necessary. I think they will persist anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm proud of all of those titles. Um, I am a black female writer right. director, <laughs> and and I'm happy to be. I think. We get into murky waters when when those titles mean I can't get a job that is not specifically geared towards women or black people because there's so there's a plethora of great work out there that other people have access to that sometimes they hear black female or the, or my name or I walk into the room and there's whether it's said or not they see me and think black female writer director and I can tell this is going to be an uphill battle because they see that first before we even get to talk about the work. So there's times I don't love it because it, it means it's going to be an uphill battle for me getting to do what I love. But in terms of how I feel about it, it's something I'm, I'm proud of. It's something I hope inspires young girls to, to follow their passion and, 
you know, in spite of the uphill battles they might face because of color. I think you bring a good point. I'm kind of the same way. I kind of feel like it's okay to call me those things as long as you're not trying to use them against me. Right. <laughs> right. 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 It's just like they're they're fine. Yeah, I'm a black host or a black producer yeah. or whatever. It's fine, but I'm a producer, right? Too, and you're a director. You're a writer. Right. You're a producer. And does that mean, as a writer or director, you only think I could be eligible for jobs for black people mm. or black women because I happen to be a black woman? When you can have numerous. Caucasian directors doing movies about black people. And as no I sip my tea, as like, I sip my tea. Well, yes. mm-hmm. tell like it is. <laughs> I know, because mm-hmm. that's so. So, so it's true because you bring up a good point. Your name, yeah. They probably look and go, okay. First of all, what's that? <laughs> how do I pronounce it? How do, how do I it? spell it? Yes, but then again, but it is black. It is black, it is. <laughs> right? But also, they, but they're using it against you in a sense of like, well, someone with that name can't direct a show. Like, uh, did you do? Did you do? Uh, was it Major Crimes? Yes, I'm actually about to do another one. <laughs> I mean, like, how, why couldn't you do that? Like, because your because your name or your race. Well, luckily with them, it didn't matter. And I've been asked back, and it was a lovely, Good. wonderful experience. I think it's more when you get into the big, when you get into features, mm-hmm. that it really, really counts and really can be used against you. I mean, I watched The Martian last night. I loved oh, yeah, that yeah. film so much. I watched The Revenant yesterday. It was oh, a big yeah. movie day for okay. me. <laughs> and, uh, and I was thinking, we have never, ever, ever, ever in the history of Earth Okay. Had a black person direct a movie at this level. Wow, that's true. That's and true. so, you know, when they hear in Zynga Stewart, they might say, without without looking at my body of work, without mm. saying, you know, music video directors are really great stylists. That's what we need mm, on a movie like this. Right. Yes. They might just say, oh, she's not right for it. Right, because without knowing right. why, but right. just automatically, and it and that's with women in general. Like yeah, women sure. don't really do those movies either. No. So that's when it, you know, yeah, that's when it can be a, a thing. Because it's one of those. It's so weird to think in the history of like all the kind of award shows that are out there. And there's so many female directors. I mean, there's so many. Yeah. You would be so surprised. I mean, people who are actors of female directors, people like Kim Fields and and uh, Deborah and, De- and Debbie Allen and all yeah. they, they, they direct episodes. Regina King. Regina yeah. King. I mean, they direct yeah. episodes. I mean, it's like, it's really interesting that there's so many out there, but like only one is one, one, once in like a hundred thousand years. And like all these, I mean, like it was Captain Bigelow finally won one. And I was like, that's the only one. There's so many. Yeah. Doing great work. Yeah. Ever. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, it is definitely, it's an issue. And I mean, particularly with my name, that's a name that I chose because I changed my name. Went to a trip to Senegal. Oh, and did you really? <laughs> I heard Senegal's beautiful. Got all so. extra black. <laughs> and, and then yes. changed my name. Okay. And even though sometimes I feel like if I just said Stuart, like share. Oh, right. <laughs> and, yes. you know, and then got in the room, like, with them not knowing, yeah. you know, race or yeah. color or whatever, gender. Yeah. Maybe that would make life easier. But I also feel like there's a there's a power in mm-hmm. in that African name that, that sort of gives me the strength mm-hmm. to push into those rooms and know, hey, you know, she was a, a, a queen who called herself a king to get respect okay. <laughs> and okay. led an army. You know, yeah. we can do this. Yes. We can do this. Well, I can tell you just from my own experience, my name is nondescript. So people don't know my name, what it means. A lot of times when I James Law Jr. say, oh, okay, then they yeah. see me. 
and that's when the like, problems. So the problems can still happen. Yeah, <laughs> right. Problems can still so they can yeah. still happen. So almost, I'm proud of you that you have a name that they can't ignore it. Yeah, yeah. So their stuff's going to come up either way by just hearing your exactly. name. Exactly. Yeah. But you know, it's different because because I'm a screenwriter as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like you send out a script, and I've always just wanted to do it as an experiment. Yes. Like just written by Stewart. Okay. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> and just see how it's received. Yeah. Just with them not knowing. You could do like a short little documentary on that, actually. Pro- probably. You could be. You might. I'm giving you work. I'm just giving you work. Might have just started something. I'll produce it. You direct it. No, no. It's just, but just funny that it, you know, it's one of those things that's something really would be an interesting experiment. If you sent that out, would you think it's a man? Right. And just like, who is this person with one name? The name. It creates intrigue. Yes. It's not a black name. No. It's just. A name. Stuart. Stuart. <laughs> right. I, I, I love that. Um, now, for now, for you, are there any other female directors? Um, there was one. I'm, I had. I forgot to write her name down. Uh, Kathy Lemons. Yes, I love her. She's I done love stuff her. and stuff. So, are there any other female directors that you really admire? That you out there that you really admire? Pretty much, I will say this: if you are a female director who has made it through the system, mm-hmm. I admire you because I just know what it took to do that. Mm. Um. I do love Casey Lemon's work yes. as well as just the fact that she made it through. I love Ava as a human being yes, and her work. Yes. Um Julie Dash, one oh. of my favorite films of all time is Daughters of the Dust. Oh and wow. just it moves me and makes me feel feelings. <laughs> it's okay to feel feelings sometimes, right? <laughs> right. Like that, yeah. In my parts. <laughs> but, but Julie Dash is definitely one that uh that I love. But there's a lot of men. I mean okay. would we would any of us be here without Spike? That's true. <laughs> no know? right, no right. I, I yeah. love Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. So and and I'm grateful every day for for his existence on the planet. I just watched this weekend. He had he did a documentary called uh, Michael Jackson from Motown. I haven't seen it yet. It is so good. Like I mean, he, yeah. it's comprehensive. It really showed the footage he got and who he talks to. It's just like oh my, and Saeed Garrett's on it, of course. Um, but the way he talk, it's just that it really the the piece itself shows the evolution of a boy to a man before Thriller. Like it totally right. shows the evolution. And that's Spike, obviously, that was his yeah. direction. You yeah, know? so I, I just—he's a storyteller. Yes, when the levy breaks, I mean, I just like the was break. amazing, amazing for little girls. Yes, I mean, just he does—he he does amazing storytelling. So you're right, he ushered in a new era. So when you were growing up, you saw that. Yeah. Right. So that must. What did you think from some of his earlier works, like School Days and all those things? I mean, do the right thing. I was that. really young when okay. School Days came out. Okay. Um, but it it was a rare movie that even as a kid, like it stayed with me. Like that mm-hmm. wake up, I didn't. I didn't understand because I was okay, young. Like yeah. I don't know what I do with this ending. What do we, what does one right. do with an open ending? <laughs> like <laughs> you know, when you're like a kid. Yeah. But but that that's kept working on me. That mm. like a movie can be something that stays inside of you much longer than when the end credits roll. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same thing with Do the Right Thing. I remember mm-hmm. thinking like oh, I was yeah. little, thinking like. Well, that's not right because he tried to give him his money and yeah. then he broke the trash can. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but but right. it stayed with me. Like it was such a, I'll let you decide if this action was right or not. Mm-hmm. That, you know, it, it it made an impression. Like mm-hmm. there's a way to tell a story that breaks conventions and is and is wonderful. So I have to. I just have to ask because we're we're in that season. 
and you can answer if you want or not, <laughs> or answer how long or not you want or not. So, what are your feelings about the whole Oscar situation? They're a little outside the mainstream black okay. folks. <laughs> <laughs> probably like mine, probably. Uh, I but mean, yes. I'm not that incensed. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to boycott it. I'm going to watch it. I'm I'm a little sad that Spike isn't going to be there yeah. to receive the recognition he, he deserves. so deserves. deserves. He's so, I want them to show that body of work and mm-hmm. cut to his face and mm-hmm. have him feel that in the I room, agree. them him knowing how great he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like the, the issue is not, I mean, when you have, let's say the five, you have five people nominated mm-hmm. for best actor. Well, the performances I saw were fantastic. They were good. They were good. They were, like, they were good. Like, who do you kick out? Right. Leonardo, exactly. Mexico, right. Like, who do you kick right. out? Right. <laughs> and right. so, right. um, I thought they were really, I don't want it to feel like they, they shouldn't enjoy their mm-hmm. moment too, yeah. because they, they right. earned that moment. They did. Um, where my issue is, is I think that the Oscars so white problem is really indicative of the studio system so white. Mm-hmm. That's agree. the hashtag that yes, I want to yes. see. <laughs> because I agree. The pressure, the Oscars, I mean, the, the head of the Oscars is a black woman. Mm. What if this poor woman loses her job behind know, this controversy? Know, <laughs> you know, know what I yeah, mean? I know, like, I know. it's yeah. not her fault that no. the members didn't nominate right. it and she's been right. trying to open it up, trying mm-hmm. to be more inclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when you have, like I said earlier, movies with hundreds of millions of dollars behind them, A-list talent, mm-hmm. wonderful A-list DPs, editors, mm-hmm. the kind of people that make an Oscar caliber movie, and we never have a chance to make them yeah. or to star in them, Yes, we will get shut out of the Oscars because there are movies that really deserve it because they have mm-hmm. that great, they have that money. Yes. The money. <laughs> just, we all know it's a business. Let's just say it. It's you know? a business. We can't right. make a movie like The Revenant right? because we don't have that kind of money. No, we don't. And we cannot make a movie in space right. <laughs> like no, right. No, The right. Martian without somebody right. putting some money behind it. That's so true. That's true. I, put th- I put it back on the studios for just never thinking to give us a chance. I agree. I completely do just basically kind of, kind of mirror what I feel. I just feel like it starts, it always starts from the top. The Oscars are, we all know are political yeah. anyway and they have their own stuff going on. It starts from the top, which is studios. Yes. Please. And money. Right. So, and you see like a movie, and this is no diss to him at all. I don't yeah. mean it in this way, but you see a movie like Tron, which has hundreds of millions yeah. of dollars behind yeah. it. That's a first-time director. Yeah, it was. Can you imagine a black person being a first-time director getting a movie like that? I know. Like... Yeah, I know. Okay. I know. That's yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> good girl. about that. Okay, it's like, good. I, I was just curious, because we're, we're in that season. I've been asking everybody who's in the industry, because mm-hmm. we're in that season. I kind of... I feel the same way you do on that one. Uh, what kind of director are you? Would you say you are? I think that I am... You know, it's weird. A lot of... I, I meditate every morning. Oh, good. Okay. And I, I think a lot of what I do in my spiritual practice is is how you become a great director. Um, I'm a very present director. Oh, I like I love that. Okay. Which is you know which is the practice of meditation is just being here. I think when you are really really present as a director, you can see is this working. Um, you're present and you're there for your actors to be their first audience so that they can trust. I can let myself loose because Nzinga's watching and making sure I'm doing my best work. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm present to, is this lit the best way? That, I'm in the room. I'm not on my phone. <laughs> like, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I would, I would say I'm a very present 
very observant, which is another meditation. You know, observe, mm-hmm. observe the breath. Yes. I'm yes. very observant as a director and, and listening all the time. I always tell my clients, uh, people know I'm a life coach, mm-hmm. about being present. And being, because when you're present, you're a more active listener. Yes. Which is so important yes. in so many parts of our lives and in the industry. When you're, when you're an active listener, you're a better actor. Yeah. You're a better director. That better is producer. acting, is listening. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I, when you said that, I was like, yeah, I just, I fully feel that, the whole, the being the present thing. Yes. And, uh, and that's me energetically as a director. I mean, I, I come from music videos, which is yes. a different kind of directing. So I'm a very cinematic director. Like, yes. it's a, style is important to yes. me. How a thing looks and... You know, and using those tools and techniques to make something really cool as opposed to just straight storytelling. So in a lot of your work, you're like, you're looking at the background wall and what's this look over here and the, and the clothing, I guess, and the clothing and the hair and yes. the, you're looking at everything. Yes. That's so, I like, I like that. So <laughs> you're like, I, well, that's, cause that's when, fun to play with. Yeah, it is. And you say you come from music visual, we'll talk about it a little bit in a second, but that's, that's kind of interesting. So that must permeate through your television work, your, when you go on to set like Pretty Little Liars, which you've done. You must come on and okay, let's look at this room for a second. How the girl's hair and how the guy's clothes and the, the colors match. And you probably do all that, don't you? Yes. Well, TV's a little different okay. because it's been really like a substitute teacher. <laughs> oh, well, um, You know, they they have set up the whole thing and you're just coming in to babysit that week. Okay. And then there's oh, okay. a new person coming in the week after that. Um, so you just try to be... Well, substitute teacher slash dinner guest. Like, oh, okay. I sometimes think okay. of myself in that okay. way. Like, okay. I just want to be a good guest. <laughs> and, like, bring the right <laughs> bottle of wine. <laughs> like, you know, yes. make sure I'm invited back. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know, everything, the table has been set by the host. Okay. Okay. And features, like, when we did the Lifetime movie, that's something I wrote. Yes. And in music videos, it's, it's ideas that I write. Mm-hmm. Then I'm the one who's setting the table and like I want it lit like this I want them dressed like this mm-hmm. I want you know here's the palette here's the room mm-hmm. here's the world and I set that with television it's more coming into something that's already set up and putting my special stamp on what's already existing that's good to know that I didn't yeah. realize that I just want to mention with this ring which was on a Lifetime last month stars uh, it was Regina Hall. Who's amazing. Jill Scott. Amazing. Uh, Brooklyn Sudana, who folks don't know that she is the late Donna Summer's daughter. Yes. Was I, I, I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I, I, Sudano, I know that name. She's beautiful. And I've got the last one. Eve. And Eve. Who yes. I love. I wish, I, I wish Eve did more acting. I love Eve's actress. And I love her as a person. Oh, All of those too. girls were in my room, in my hotel room, taking <laughs> out my braids. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's the kind of cast that I have. Oh like, God. oh, girl, you can't take them braids out, but you be here till Tuesday. <laughs> I kind of, so. I kind of imagine. I've always had this, and some of my friends know this. I've always had imagined that Jill Scott was my best friend. I just love her so much. She is I just, amazing, so she is, amazing, I just like, amazing. I just, I just feel like her spirit comes through her music, comes through her acting. I just, I was like, oh, what's, are you my best friend, Jill Scott? <laughs> yes. My friend? Yes. I'm sure. And Regina Hall, of course, I love her. I mean, she's great, too. It was a love fest in general. Okay. And it's tricky because you get five black women yeah, so and you're no, like, no. oh, what's going to happen? <laughs> but they all loved each other so much. Okay. Like, we would hang out after, this, you know, we yeah. rapped. Yeah. And Jill and Regina, I mean, Regina couldn't keep her hands off Jill. I'd be like, leave her. <laughs> <laughs> like, and she'd be like, I just love her. <laughs> I can bet you're saying that. I like how you're just saying that. Oh my right, God. Exactly. I think Regina Hall is an underrated actress, actually. I think she's Lucille Ball. Yeah. 
Seriously, I just I just think she's just I mean she's gonna I be FF too. To be able to do comedy, yeah, is so because I mean you can do drama and if you yes. don't cry, it could still work. Yes, if you do comedy and someone doesn't laugh, it fails. It does. And Regina is really yes. she's like Buster Keaton, like she's yes. great with comedy. Yes, you have a good point again. Us black folks can be anything. We can do anything. She should be really, Bigger. really, really. She should be at the level of a Sandra Bullock. Oh, I agree. I just she that can handle the drama and the comedy well, in the same way. What's funny with her and I love her and Anna Ferris for a while. They were kind of like doing the same yeah. kind of movies. I was thinking, why isn't she up there with Anna Ferris like that? Mm. Let me sip some more tea, please. <laughs> right, um, exactly. I do come from Southern families. So it's like really nice. <laughs> um, but no, it's a great film, of course. You got, I mean, you got attention for it. Yeah, and the yeah. ACP Awards. And then Wednesday, Women's Image Network. Yeah, okay, go on, girl. Okay. So, I mean, so, but how is it getting, you know, you're doing this because you love doing it, obviously. Yeah. And this is something that you do. And you, 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 so you probably wake up yearning to do what you want to do, right? Yeah. Is that the best thing? Yeah. Like, I, I'm waiting for all of the award stuff to, do. this morning, I had to get my face done because it's something else this morning. <laughs> I can't do this by myself. <laughs> and so, and she said, you know, oh, you didn't have to do anything or, you know, because I didn't have to put on a face this oh, okay. week. And I was like, you realize getting dressed up is not my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> she was like, you didn't have to work. I was like, this isn't my job. Like, I'm waiting till this is over. Right. Because I am itch. I feel so inspired to get right back now. to work, right? I am itching to just have a moment to sit at my desk and write. Ooh, so, I like that. Yeah. Yes. Before going back into episodic yeah. in a couple months. I mean, yeah. one month. So now, um, directing your own writing piece, what is that like? Is it just, is it easier? Is it harder? I mean, like, how does that work for you? Easier okay. in one sense. It's okay. only harder in the sense that you're so attached to it that, that you have say. to, as a director, move back so the art, so the actor can really make it theirs Good and point. not like, I heard it in this way in my head. Good point. Like, nobody likes that. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so there, the, you have to consciously be like, it's not, you're not the writer today. You are the director. And you mm. have to see what they can bring to it. Um, it is easier in the sense, especially when you compare it to episodic, because you don't have an episodic television. You have a writer on set who's like, oh, actually, okay. the line was meant this way. Like, when you write it, you know what the intention mm-hmm. is, and you can just work. Okay. So, yeah. Now, do you mind if people um, improvise at all or start change a line? You mean you can ask Jill and those guys? Okay. I love it, and every day I'd be like, I can't wait to see how you surprise me. <laughs> yeah, 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 because it's it really is creativity mm-hmm. in the room bubbling up. That mm-hmm. like I love to see where the spirit leads. Like, yes. yeah, these are you know these characters are new souls that come into the world mm-hmm. that I want to see what they tell me. So, I like that, and you're being present, so you're being open to the universe. To present to you whatever is going to come out of the day, right? And when you encourage it, then they love it. Like mm. they're love, they're anxious to show you like what they got up their right. sleeve. Yes. <laughs> that I mean, and they're all professionals. So I know they, they, I'm sure they come in. They're going to do. The, they the, know their lines. They know their lines. Right. Yeah. But it's also kind of because I know I also notice as a, as a writer myself that sometimes a person will bring something that's just really real to yeah. a situation because we were in the we're like we're at our desk or we're on the beach or wherever we are writing our stuff. Sometimes you just you're busy in the writing of the story and setting it up and getting the scenes together, where now they're living it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so now real stuff comes out of living. Yes, that right? char- the character that inhabited me in the writing process has left me and now mm. inhabits them. Yes. <laughs> and like I get to see how this person is living, like 
as an observer. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, right. it's kind of a create, the creative process is just. I love the creative process. I'm grateful every day that I get to do this. Wow. And so with, with this ring, did it turn out the way you kind of thought? Because anything with projects you do, I, I wonder how that goes. Yeah, I, mean, I think so. I mean, I think whenever you work within the network sort of system, okay. there's you still have to make it a movie for this network. Got it. So there were a lot of like just to me like fun editorial things okay. that anything that I thought was fun, get rid of that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but but the essence of the movie, yeah, it turned out very much oh, like what oh, I good. wanted, and I was really happy with it, and. Most importantly, like the actors were really proud yeah. and happy, and like they worked so hard. I was, yeah. I was glad. I saw Regina Saturday night. And oh, she, she, another movie won for something. I won't even say. She was <laughs> like, our movie was better than that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was, I was happy. She felt that yeah. way after working so hard. She felt some ownership with it, right? Which, as we know, people feel ownership to things. Then they will carry it with them and yes. do them as even better. They carry it with them inside. Yeah. Which it feels, yeah. it feels better. Yeah. I like that. How did it feel being nominated? How does it feel being nominated? Like, what does that feel like? Happy. <laughs> I want it all the time. <laughs> um, it was awesome. And it was, you know, during the whole controversy, yeah. I've always been the person who felt like, don't be all happy when you want Vogue if you're not that happy on essence. <laughs> like, our, our opinion of us is valid too. Yes. And so I felt super, super grateful mm-hmm. that like my folks liked it enough to mm-hmm. say, let's put this up there. Yeah. Like it, I, I, I feel so grateful. So it's okay. And so you feel, because I feel the same way, it's okay to have some things that are just us celebrating us. Hell yeah. I agree. I totally agree. <laughs> I, agree. I mean, it, it, it has to be that mm-hmm. way. Just for us to sometimes feel like somebody saw this and appreciated yeah. it and loved it and and thought it was worthy of something because ugh, the one thing I did agree with was when Jada was like, just even ask it. Like I don't even like the way that feels. Right. I don't want next year a whole bunch of black exactly. stuff nominated. Exactly. Right. Just because now they gotta do something. Right. <laughs> like, I kind of. I mean, my little small opinion. It was kind of funny with the SAG Awards. It seemed kind of funny that all of a sudden it was like it was the Black Awards. I think though there's a difference, okay, and I tell think me. that SAG is younger, like oh, the voters okay. are younger, okay, um, and more open. And okay. I think that it's not um, like the membership makeup of the Academy is ninety four percent white. Yeah, that's true. Like, so it's going to be yeah. much much harder to get on okay. in there <laughs> than you know with SAG, which has a much more diverse yeah. and yeah. younger that's true. Okay. makeup. So I, I think they were more reflective of America. It okay. wasn't you know the BET Awards where right. every black person got something. It and was, you get an award, and you get an award, and you right. get an award. Yeah, it was no the worries. ones that really you yeah. would guess. Absolutely, right. Uzo right. deserves to win. Oh, and he just deserved it for Beast of the Way. He totally deserved it. I wanted that little boy to win. <laughs> Me stuff. too. Me like, too. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. those people deserve to yeah. be nominated. And like, and then it wasn't like when you saw people who weren't of color win, you felt like, but it's fair. That's like fair. The, the right. right people all won. Right. <laughs> so. I agree with you on that one. I just want to briefly talk about your time in synagogues. I think that's very interesting. You went over there. To what'd you go over there for? What'd you go over there for? I was an I went to NYU and I was a scholar and like as mm. a kind of a little present for keeping our grades up, <laughs> they would send us on a trip once a year someplace for like three weeks. Oh, and wow. they sent us to Senegal that year. So I was still a teenager. 
And we went to the the point of no return, which was where all the slave ships left from. Wow. And they showed us the line where they said, after you cross this line, oh you can no longer be called by your African name. If someone called you that, their tongue would be cut out because they wanted you to think of yourself as property. Oh you were X until you came here and were named Stuart yeah. or whatever the master's name. That's yeah. You were X until that yeah. point. And I remember consciously crossing the line and thinking, when I go back, I'm changing my name to an African name in honor of them just because I can. Their names can now be said out loud, mm-hmm. and, and there's power in that. So, yeah, that was that was how it all happened. I, um, I, I've been to um, the Caribbean many times, mm-hmm. Eastern, Southern, all, you know, the West Indies and all that. Mm-hmm. And I saw some of the, the points of entry when they got here. <laughs> Yeah. And very powerful stuff that made me sob like a baby. I mean, just things I saw. I mean, just like a grown man sobbing like a baby. He sobbed. <laughs> the ugly the cry. energy in you those feel, places. You totally, you feel it. Yeah. totally feel it. And I, and, um, for me, that was just like, just like 10, 15 years ago, but mm-hmm. it, it stayed with me, not with changing my name, but now I tell people I carry all of them on my shoulders, but it's not heavy. Wow. I carry them on my shoulders to kind of say that anything that goes on in my life is because of them. That's beautiful. But so, it's not heavy. It's not heavy. It's wings. It is. I just feel like it's always with me. It can be all teary eyed. But <laughs> it gets but I feel like it's it's really it's it's something that your story is kind of inspiring that you went over there and you were like that that line must have been really profound to see that and then you came back and said, That's it, I'm changing it yeah. to an African name. Weirdly I felt at the NAACP Awards the other night I had a flash where I just looked around the room and everyone was so beautiful in their dresses mm-hmm. and and I thought, Wow, like all of us, if you go back a few generations, somebody in our family was in the hot sun. Yes. Working for free, maybe being beat. Like, and look at us. Like, we have come so, so far on our own volition. Like, yes. I'm, I'm, I love us. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Me too. Yeah. No, me too. Yeah. I'm proud of us. Yeah. My, my stepdad, who's turning 80 this year, mm. used to pick cotton in the morning before we went to school. South Carolina. And that's your stepdad. That's it's not... Only, it's it's like just a generation before right. me. Literally. And so to hear those kind of stories, I'm like, I have soft hands. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. Um, but, right. But it's like, I really admire him because he's, 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 now he's able to see, he's seen a black president. He's he's telling me how proud he is of me, the, the things that I'm doing. It's like, it's, it's he's who I'm doing this for. Wow. That's how, that's how I look at it. And that's why I said your story sounds so interesting that you decided to, you're like, I'm going to have an African name because I can. Yeah. And, and for them, that they can hear it. Yeah. That's just, I love that. I just love that. Um, okay, so w- the music video stuff. We're going to just switch gears for a little bit. Okay. How, I mean, so how did you get into that music video directing? Because a lot of times back then there were a lot of male directors. Yeah. Obviously, that were running around in there. So how, yeah. how did that happen for you? That I knew I always wanted to do. Oh, so you did? Okay. Um, yeah, I I knew that in high school, that oh. I wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to NYU, but I went for black studies and film. I didn't go oh. for film school. I mean, at black studies and philosophy, so I did oh. not go to film school. Okay. I got some really good internships, and I, I mean, it was ghetto. I was, <laughs> I was doing videos for like, uh, I'm not, questionable yes. characters yes. who wanted to rap. <laughs> And had cash. Oh, okay, hey, there you go. Two good combinations, <laughs> so, I guess. Right. Uh, and so, and I built a reel doing that and okay. just hustling all over, like letting people know I do this for a living. Okay. Um, I wrote treatments for other music video directors okay. so I okay. could hang out on their sets and learn. Smart. And then around 2001, like the common video with Erica came out oh, and, yeah. and really broke things open for me. Like I, mm-hmm. I could stop working for anyone else and just 
be a director from that point on. Because I've heard your name before, and I remember hearing oh, it from I, I remember hearing it from the videos. Oh wow! So I was like, oh, I'm like, I know this. Well, it stands out, of course. But <laughs> I'm at, it's like I was like I've heard her name from the videos. I guess see, because I, I was one of those people who like would see the, the credits and like who does the video and and you know F. Gary Gray did videos back yeah, then. Was, yeah. They always they started in videos. Because yeah. um, now you've worked with some people. Who are some people you've worked with that you tell people out there you've worked with? I think fifty common. Kanye, yeah. Eve. It was yeah. so funny because Eve and Jill I worked with in music videos oh before God. this movie. A lot of rappers. And it was, you know, someone asked me, like, that must have been hard. And I was like, actually, no. It's harder in in white Hollywood mm. than it is because all of those guys were raised by single black women. How funny. Okay. They were used to a woman knows how to budget. <laughs> yeah, A woman right. knows how to keep you on time and organized. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. a woman can be strong and keep mm-hmm. it together. They were used to seeing a woman in that light, and so I never had problems Interesting. with the rappers. It's when you get to into Hollywood where so often, I don't know what they moms did for a living, <laughs> yeah, 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 but yeah. they were not used to that, and yeah. it felt like I was so often not challenged, but not, not heard, mm. because they just assumed, like, well, that's cute. <laughs> right, if I dismissed you, probably... Like, oh, okay, in, in a way that, like, the rappers were like, no, she knows, you need to respect her. <laughs> like, Ooh, if, like if anyone stepped out of line with their crew, like, she knows wow. what she's talking about. Because wow. That's a good point, though. That's a good point. I guess, yeah, we all, a lot of us, yeah, we were raised um, yeah. with grandmothers, <laughs> mothers, aunties. You know, kept it together. They kept it together. Who worked. Yeah. And raised 100 children. <laughs> Same time. You know, because back in the day, they, we raised the kids down all the street. All the kids in the community. Yeah, it's like, when, when I, I, tell right. my, I tell my kids, you guys are fortunate because when I was a kid, any adult that talked to you. Right. If I told somebody, you you're, not, you're not my daddy, you're not my mommy, they would beat my ass. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, well, they would. So it was one of those things that, and, not, and the women were holding it down. They were just like, they were, they were taking care of business and they made it. I mean, I, as an adult, now I have my own kids, as an adult, it was like, I always wonder how they did it. Yeah. Because they made it look so kind of effortless. <laughs> But but it was what you said. It was the support of a whole community. The village. I want that back in Me too. every aspect. Me too. Oh my god! I talk this all my show all the time. Like. I said I. We have we have gotten away from the village mentality. We are from Africa. You respect your elders. You bring up the young people. You support yeah. each other. Where? Why in our community? It seems like in a black community we have a lot of me, I, me, I. Only one slot. I want that slot. It's like why aren't we making five or six or seven slots? We've been westernized. Yeah. I mean... Yes. And it's like the village... No, it's, that's not other, how we were supposed to think. No. Yeah. Other races pulled together. <laughs> right, Latinos, exactly. Asians. They pulled, they pulled... They said they pulled together. And yeah. Cousin so-and-so and auntie this person, and they all pulled together. Yeah. Why aren't we doing and that? And we had it. We had we it. And I think, in a lot of ways, we took our eye off the ball. And... <laughs> this is going to sound something. I'm not arguing for segregation. <laughs> <laughs> saying this. Um, right. But there was something when black doctors and black lawyers mm. and black teachers lived in the same neighborhood as black maids. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? I Where like their kids could be influenced by them and that, you know, they were, mm-hmm. there was something, there was something to that. Now it's like, Especially in LA. Like, if I want to see black people, I'm going to the hood. Yes, you have to. You're going to go to Lemur Park, you know, <laughs> somewhere in Compton, you know, so I mean, you have to, you have to come down south of LA. I always say south of Wilshire. Yeah. You come down there and, and there's certain pockets that are still kind of like that, but even that's kind of yeah, changing too. I miss that talented tenth being in the community. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never really lived it because I'm young, but right. like, 
just just thinking about having lawyers and doctors mm-hmm. on the same street, uh, you know, yeah. as a lot of these kids who need to see that. Yes, they do. I don't know what the answer is. It's I don't either, but it's it's an, an ongoing. ideal time. Yes, in my it is. Mind, so. I'm sorry, but it's, it's an ongoing answer, and, yes. and hopefully people like you will help that along. Um, what is what are some kind of I don't know if advice or just words of wisdom you would give to young, just black directors, actually, you know, male or female these days. Like, what would you, what would you give them? Some pieces of advice. Um, I would say, uh, you know, use anything you have in your hands. If you have an iPhone, make a film with five of your friends that you, you can do that now. You sure can. Just to even get the practice. Like, it, maybe it's not going to, you know, but just to even get the practice, mm-hmm. go, you know, go to the library or go mm-hmm. on, li- but the library has good film books. They you don't do. have to spend the money to buy yeah. it. Like, anything that you have that's in your hand, pretty much every opportunity that's ever been granted to me has come from a resource that was just right there. Wow. I just had to, like, realize, oh, I know what I can do. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I can put up these flyers. I can do that right. much and right. tell people what I do and w- put my number on it and yeah. get called. Or, oh, I have this friend. She can... Blah. Like, I was always thinking within, what do I have right now? And don't limit yourself by, it's too hard because I don't have that thing yes. yet. Like, right. do something with what you have. Mm-hmm. And you can do that today. If it's reading, if it's going to the library and reading a book on filmmaking or mm-hmm. screenwriting or writing two-page treatment of something you'd mm-hmm. be interested in, mm-hmm. you can always do something today to get you that step closer. You don't have to wait. I agree. I think it's, it's great advice. I think people need to realize that, especially in today's age, with the advent of YouTube and cell phones and this and social media, you can... The resources are right there for you. Yeah, and you'll yeah. get there. You just keep going. You'll get you'll get to where you think you might want to go. I, I think just even universally, the second you start doing it, like the universe says, like okay, she's or he is serious about this. They have spent their weekend making a film with their mm-hmm. friends and mm-hmm. using what they had and editing on their computer. Right. Let me let me open another little opportunity yeah. for them because they're they're moving in the right direction yeah. you know i do i mean i might be uh, old crazy lady, no i know you're not you're not <laughs> but, i totally agree with you i, I totally agree I with you um how so how important was schooling for you <laughs> uh-oh or uh, you got through it kids right? should go to college <laughs> <laughs> that's my standpoint there we go we're like <laughs> next question no, but, but i mean it was good for y'all i got some amazing level. amazing internships oh good um I just didn't study anything in my field, so I okay. couldn't say, okay. you know, and I, but I did get amazing internships. I got opportunities to travel because of that's my good. scholarship. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And, and the scholarship got me to New York and so, out of Atlanta yeah. and, and in a place where I could make the kind of connections that to this day continue to serve yeah. me. Well, see, so, there's a point. You see, maybe not been the most academic in school, but it still led you a direction. It's the yeah. whole goes back to the whole thing of yeah. just keep going. You never know what's going to lead you where. And maybe that's not even true. I mean, maybe like the academic part is helpful. I mean, I studied philosophy, but mm-hmm. I like to think movies are about ideas, and mm-hmm. philosophy is the study of ideas throughout history. Mm-hmm. So it's all in there. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. But yeah. F- f- what I studied, you seem philosophical. Not a Plan B profession. No, you're philosophical. I can tell. Um, okay. I asked my guests the same two questions. 
but I never told what it is until the moment. Okay. So you have to, you have to answer, okay? One, I feel that language is very important. Uh-huh. It can also, it can stop us in our tracks. It can also propel us forward. And my first question to you is, Nzinga Stewart, what kind of word in English language should we take out? <laughs> should we not say anymore? Should be anything. Well, there's the obvious one that's coming to mind. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I had a few people say that one, but but okay, I sometimes say it. It's an accident, right? <laughs> like, right. That's, that's that's real. But when I travel, that's when I feel its ugliness. Like when I'm when I'm like in another country and we're in the car listening to music, and you hear it over and over, and they'll ask like, "Why do you say this word?" Oh, interesting. <laughs> like it's like. I don't know. <laughs> oh, like, wow. Or like, okay. what does this mean? Or like, yeah. I was trying to, you know, I was in Costa Rica. I was connecting with these guys and they loved Tupac. And we were talking okay. and they kept saying the word and I had to stop and be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's making me uncomfortable. Yeah. And so just, just how that word travels outside of the community and yeah. worldwide and how ugly I feel when it's said. Yeah. That's a good answer. We'll keep that one. Yes, it'll answer. be that one. It's a, no, we give a great answer. That's a good answer. Now, what word do you think we should bring back to our vocabulary? People are not, either not saying enough or we need to say it more. Thank you. Ooh, I like that. No one's ever said that on my show. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I think every single thing, every good thing and on earth starts with thank you. So true, whether it's thank you to the universe, whether it is the person parking your car and having that human moment of just acknowledging them. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We should say that more. I like that. <laughs> yes. I, do, I like that. Oh. Um, now, where can folks find you on like social media or, or anywhere in the universe? On Instagram, straight flexing. <laughs> <laughs> is Nzing Bling, which is N-Z-I-N-G-B-L-I-N-G. Yes. On Twitter, Zing Bling. Yes, I love that. And then just Facebook and Zinga Stewart. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Thanks for being on my show. Why, thank you so much. So was, we, this was so fun. Your next project, you gotta come on. I am shooting a couple of episodic things yes. immediately. I'm doing okay, Casey Undercover with Zendaya. So oh, how funny. Oh, how fun. Um, okay. And then another Major the Crimes. crimes. And then I just sold a series to Hulu, a half hour series. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to just jumping in and starting to write. So, so. After, after that, the series, you can come on here and we can talk about the series I would and everything. Love that. We'll do, it's about more about philosophical things. Wow. Well, it's pretty, it's pretty ghetto. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. Ghetto's fine sometimes. I don't have a problem with that. But <laughs> right. thank you very much. Thank you. This thank is you. awesome. Thank I appreciate you. it. And so, of course, you can follow us on um, Black Hollywood Lives. Uh, to YouTube page, Facebook pages, all over there. Breaking into as a Facebook page. I'm James Law Jr. Black Hollywood. I mean, Black Hollywood. Black Hope LA on Twitter and James Law Jr. everywhere else. We'll see you next time. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at BlackHollywoodLive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram us at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.